y'all, it's Kayla. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hello there to everyone. How's it going, girl? Girl, it's good. Life is life. I'm very, very, very busy. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. We need to make sure we put that snippet in there. (laughs) You know, from, isn't it, um... Real Housewives. That's from. I just know. I'm gonna look it up. I don't even know how they said it, but I know booked and busy, baby. (laughs) Booked and busy, baby. But um, that's all. Well, good. Things are good. Okay. How about you? I like that. Um, things are really good as well. Uh, booked and busy, you know, as well, as well. I can't even complain. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. been a really as great well, week. As well, in addition to? In addition to, it's been a really, 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 really great week. And so um, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. sitting in the moment, relishing, you know, standing still in all of that, letting myself process and um, take pride in that. So, yeah, it's been a good week. You ready to get into Motivation Monday? Yes. Motivation Monday is strive to be as great as Beyonce is. <laughs> uh, I have not king. seen I have not seen Beyonce is king yet. I have not um, seen that. You mean Blue Ivy's king? Queen. Blue Ivy is king. I have not um, seen Blue Ivy is king as of yet. I have it is not now either. Saturday. It came out yesterday. Yeah. I will watch it today. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna watch it today. I don't have time, but um, I will definitely be looking at it. I saw some I snippets think on I Instagram, will. and it's beautiful. It's so pa- like she is a creator to the max. So I cannot wait to see um, oh. this in its entirety. So. I can't wait to watch it and be inspired to the max. I can't wait. Ugh, Black is king, uh, baby. I love it. Uh, I love it. Y'all know I love Beyonce. The visuals, the outfits, Beyonce the dances. It was beautiful. Blue Ivy? From what I saw. That choreography? I saw the little snippets. I said, <laughs> okay, sis. All right. All right. Our good sister. Okay, I'm just girl. letting y'all know baby that girl. is a queen in the making. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, we love to see it. I'm so excited to be here in this time. I'm excited to be alive to see this. Mm-hmm. They're going to be amazing children. We're witnessing oh, greatness wow. right now. I'm excited. ready for this tea. Yes, it's time for the tea, guys. It's my favorite time. My favorite segment. It's really your favorite segment. I'd be like, oh, you know, let me find something. <laughs> <laughs> let me see what we got out here <laughs> in these streets. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dog. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and I spill it. Um, all right. So the tea, there's so much happening. Um. And I only mm-hmm. pulled things that, you know, I wanted to speak about today. Um, but the mm-hmm. first things first, our good sis Meg, I am glad that she's doing well. Um, I am so sad for her. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure everyone knows by now, but Meg was mm-hmm. a victim of gun violence. She got shot in both feet um, with crazy. Tory Lanez. And so that was a big kind of wave in the um, 
the media. And so she finally went on um, her Instagram live and kind of explained what happened, um, not in, in its entirety, but she kind of just said, you know, when you have, you know, people around you, you put a lot of people around you that you think um, are for you and you're moving. So and I was moving fast. And so, you know, this is what happens when that happens. And um, I didn't realize that I knew that she lost her mom. I didn't realize that she lost her dad, too. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think she's just going through, you know, a difficult time. But Drea, have you seen what's been going on with that? She I think went on her some... dad died when she was younger. She, was, I think she was like 15 or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, okay. I don't know, guys, okay. But I knew I it was so. a while. I knew she it was lost a while. I just didn't her realize. her mom very close together. Okay. And she said her mom was her best friend. Yeah, of course. So, um, because her mom was a rapper, totally her mom's understand. the one who taught her. And yes, her I knew that. That was, be- was that's her beautiful manager too. and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, it's just so sad, really and truly. It really is. It's kind of like fucked up. It's like you know mm-hmm. the people that you care about. It's just I don't know. I don't want to get into that whole thing, but I totally understand where she's coming from and I totally feel it. Mm-hmm. So Drea went on some type of like podcast, radio show, whatever the case it was, and kind of tried to make light of the situation and um. Made Light of about, getting shot in the foot? Girl, yes. What did she say? She was like, basically, if she wants her man to shoot her in the foot to show that he loved her too, you know? Like, that's some Girl, real love. That's some real. Ass or ass something of a sort. And it's like. You? And it was like fresh. Y'all are sick in the I mean, I think Megan had like been. Because she had been very silent right after. Obviously, she went through surgery and all those things. It's a traumatic yeah. experience. And so it's just like, Drea, really? Like, come on, like you're that's a, that was an airhead move, you know, and on top of that, you know that she was on Savage Fenty. She was endorsed by them. They they dropped her because, duh, like Rihanna right. was a victim of domestic violence. So why would you think that was funny? Girl, what is wrong with you? Girl. So Drea just lost a bag. As Period. She um, and everyone's in support, obviously, of Megan. Um, and I think Savage Fenty, Rihanna's brand, obviously, I think they kind of like put more... Um, they sent obviously flowers to Megan, and they also I think they put her on her, their page as like a they endorsed her to be a Savage Fenty girl as well. So um, my prayers are out with her though because this is a re- I mean I w- that's a traumatic experience I could never even imagine going through something mm-hmm. like that and then having it be broadcasted to the world um, and you can't even like cry in peace without someone making fun like Fifty Cent made fun of the situation. I think people just thought it was a joke until she came out and was like, "What is fucking wrong with y'all?" Like, what's wrong with y'all? Black women are the most unprotected. So, clearly it shows. Because if this was anyone else, it would be all over the media. Like, I saw something that was like, if this was Ariana Grande, this would not be even like... uh, Oh, absolutely. We wouldn't even be sitting here talking. Let it have been a white girl. Oh, it would have been think pieces. The news would have... Let it have been Kylie Jenner that night. Mm -hmm. Baby girl. Girl, and she was with them that night. hot on the press. Crazy. They would have press conferences and everything. This girl has been suffering and nobody it's like people have been making jokes about it. Like, what the yeah. fuck is funny about getting shot in the foot? And Nothing then getting pulled that. over by the cops. Guns are pointed at you. You're forced to get out the car and walk on the feet. The both the feet, both of them that and you, you got saw shot the video, in. like the blood was being tracked on the ground. The blood like, was literally dripping from her feet as she walked on. and she was legit. She passed out on the ground. 
and nobody did anything. Like, they could have saw that as her trying to move fast and shot her and killed her. Like, yeah. I'm so glad nothing happened. Especially to in me. the climate that we're in but today. It's heck? like. Right. That was like, and nobody, nobody saw that that girl needed help. Nobody saw that. Mm-hmm. How you're trained for this? What is wrong yeah. with y'all? I just Tori Lanes. What is wrong with you? Now girl. you know what? It's funny now because you saw when her producer um tweeted and was like Tori Lanes couch your days. We yeah. didn't know what was going on, but I'm pretty yeah. sure he got a phone call. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure he, he did. He got a phone call with the details, and he was like, "Oh, bro." I'm I'm not playing. Like count your yeah. days. You got the right one, two, and three today. Like what you what you I'll thought show was you a happen? little something. You thought you yeah. think you gonna beat up on women and shoot women? Oh, all right. And it's like what are you why let like, me see you somewhere. I actually don't even let me see you. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you, period. <laughs> I just feel like you. that even that entire situation, like even her response to it afterwards when she was on her video and you know, she was trying to hold back tears and it's like, you know, girl, cry because I would be crying, okay? Like that was traumatic. Yeah, Who in like, the right mind wakes she's up and thinks, Okay, so my homeboy much. Is going She's, to attack me in some extent, you know, like who is who thinks that when they're with their friends or their so-called friends? Um, she made a good point about feeling like, you know, she, you know, she lost the people that she was super close to. And so she just started filling her space with people that she and she thought they were her friends. And I feel like a lot of people do that. You know, when you lose people like your family members that you're very, very close to or whatever, you start filling that void with it could be with other people, with drugs, with sex, anything that you can mm-hmm. think of, you know, and it's just like it's just. It breaks my heart for her because she's such a talented woman. She's a smart, beautiful young woman. And to sur- to be around people like that who are not for you, I mean, mm-hmm. rather it be her feet than anything else. But I'm just thankful that she's here to, you know, speak about it because it could have gone a lot worse. It, it definitely could have gone a lot worse. I'm so glad that she's here. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm sick and tired of people telling her, oh, um you like stay strong or yeah no break down like you're beautiful <laughs> don't cry like shut the fuck up like let her bro she let her shot. like she lost dramatic. her entire support system exactly like she said and it is completely understandable because we've noticed it twitter has said things about it we've said that she allows a lot of people in her circle yes and People have said that and they're they were concerned about her because it's like, you know, you just lost all these people, you're touring, your life is like literally going up in ways that you've been working for for so long. Exactly. Right? You lost and she's everybody in here. Right. And here you are and you have to experience all of this basically mm-hmm. by yourself. I'm sure she has other family members and best friends, but you are Ain't looking to like- replace mm-hmm. that love that you felt and you can't. Yeah. You can't, but she's trying to, which I understand. She's young. And so she's reaching out to other people that she feel like Mm -hmm. understand the lifestyle that she's living. And really, these Mm -hmm. other people are flawed, just like the other people you see on the side of the road. Exactly. You need need to be more careful. careful. Right. You you need to be more careful than the average woman because you have money and you have status and people know Mm -hmm. who you are. Yeah. But, um,. But I say, girl, cry it out, scream it out, shout it out. Right. Okay. Don't let people tell you not to mourn in some type of way. It's a traumatic experience. 
feel how and you I feel, feel and I completely like understand and not that it's any of my business but as a fan I would completely understand and be supportive of her taking a break or a hiatus so she can exactly. take time for herself because I don't exactly. think that she has to take in time for herself to properly heal especially after mm-hmm. something like this next thing I wanted to talk about um was I'm sure you don't watch this show but sometimes I like a little garbage tv so marriage boot camp mm-hmm. is on and um, basically it's a show where all these different couples come together and they're trying to fix their relationships, whether they're married, just boyfriend and mm-hmm. girlfriend, dating of some sort, right? So mm-hmm. um, I just got into this show like last year when Waka Flocka and Tammy Rivera were on them were on it. Um, and I enjoyed that show with them because I want to tell you something. This is a sidebar real quick. Mm-hmm. Waka talked to Tammy, right? They were having an argument and he was like, you talk so rough. Like, you just talk so rough to me. Like, stop talking so rough. Like, be a lady. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of saying those things. And Tammy said, this is the best thing ever. And I think you'll appreciate this. She was like, when I talk to you sweet, you took advantage of that shit. So I'm going to talk Period. to you rough because this is how you listen and how you understand. And I was like, girl. Yes. Watch out. It just, I just stood for her in that moment because I just was like, you know what? I feel you on that. Like, Stop telling me to talk to you so nicely when you don't treat me the same, okay? Keep that same energy. Anyways, um, Tahiri is on there, Joe Budden's ex-girlfriend, and she is dating this guy. His name is Ish. Um, and I guess a recent clip came out of him putting his hands on her. Um, so there's more violence there. But um, that entire situation, she kind of like made a statement about how... Um, you know, let me be clear for all the people that are saying that this is scripted. It's not. As a woman that has already suffered physical abuse at the hands of a man, why would mm-hmm. I ever want to relive that? There's no check big enough for me to ever play like that. Um, their mm-hmm. relationship is really bad, really toxic because they both have insecurities. Um, from what I understand, I just watched the show starting yesterday. <laughs> but mm-hmm. they both have insecurities. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I haven't seen this episode, re- this recent episode. I just started mm-hmm. from se- episode one of this season. So there's only like five episodes. So this is the newest one that just came out. So I haven't gotten to that one yet. But Mm -hmm. a good girlfriend of mine watches this and was telling me that they both kind of are very physically violent towards one another. Where Tahiri will, you know, throw something or put her hands on him. And then he'll retaliate in some extent. Like it's just kind of like a back and forth thing. And I just wanted to make this very clear. Stop putting your hands on people. Women or men. Like stop putting your hands on people. Like... If you cannot constructively say how you feel without having to be violent, then that is not the person you need to be with. If this person makes you to get to the point where you have to physically hurt them in some extent. Now, granted, we all see red sometimes. We all get mad. But never let a person bring you out of character that much where now you're on national TV having to having to talk about why you did what you did. Like, it's just not worth it. It's not worth putting your hands on anyone and losing your job or losing your friends or losing the family that you love and, you know, closely. It's just not worth any of that. It's like if this person is that toxic to where you have to, you know, um, yoke them up or throw shit or whatever the case may be, like that person doesn't need to be in your life just simple as that and there's nothing i don't really have anything else to say to that did you want to add something (laughs) um (laughs) that's difficult to follow but (laughs) um i just feel like in any situation if you ever feel like you get you get to a point where you're so angry that you have to put your hands on somebody Mm -hmm. then leave leave the room 
leave the room why why do you need to do that why do mm-hmm. you need to why you need to search inside yourself and understand why you have this superiority complex yeah honestly why do you feel that it's necessary for you to make that person feel so belittled that you have to put your hands on a grown human being yeah. or even a child but why why tell me why yeah i like, agree like you Way need to room. look within yourself and also that shit is sickening like it just like don't put your hands on nobody it's unnecessary all of these situations if are you so can't talk too. about it then leave yeah and i think to break myself up you know with him. Break up with there's her. women who it's i think too on the on the ladder that it's it's always easier easier said than done like just leave or just walk away and i get that it's a dramatic mm-hmm. situation like especially when you're with someone for a long time and you're just used to them treating you that way you're scared you're afraid to leave whatever the mm-hmm. case may be um but there's so many resources out there to help and assist with those that you know situation right. um and i would just I just encourage women and men because it's it's on both sides. I just encourage people to really like, like you said, dig deep within themselves, create mm-hmm. that like, create that value that you see in yourself and explore and then you know push that out to the world. But don't allow someone to get you to that point where there's no return. Don't allow mm-hmm. someone to change your entire life and the ent- the entire essence of who you are because they just may mm-hmm. be a shitty person. You know, that's just the reality of the of the situation. So um, I totally agree with that. Another traumatic situation. <laughs> I think oh. I'm going to be the one that has all bad things today. Um, you guys know I love Kim K. So that situation with Kanye is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been li- reading the blogs? I don't. You're not really a bloggy kind of person as much. I'm you like, not. But um, Kanye had a rally in South Carolina, I believe, and he mm-hmm. got on um, stage and started like crying about how Kim, you know, how he begged Kim to get an abortion, how she basically saved his daughter's life. North, who's I think eight or something like that. Um, but you know how. Um, he, you know, he got on Twitter and also did a rant and called Chris, um, the dictator from China, Kim Jae-yung or whatever his last name is, mm-hmm. um, just referred to her as that. He also uh, said that Kim tried to fly a doctor out there to um, take him, you know, in without his consent. It was just a lot of really bad things. Um, I'm sure the Kardashians were like, oh, my gosh, how the hell do we even like address any of this? You know, because they were very mm-hmm. quiet. Um but I, there was a few things that I saw that I, A, didn't like, and B, felt like needed to be addressed. There was one, um, I can't remember her name, but she kind of made this statement about how, like, the Kardashians, she kind of just grouped everyone together and was like, you know, the Kardashians don't fuck with Kanye because if they did, they wouldn't be allowing him to do all this stuff. They wouldn't be allowing him to be out. My man would never be out and about saying all this crazy stuff. And, you know, he would be like, I would do this, I would do that. And I just thought to myself where... When people are grown, you don't have any say so of what they can and cannot do. You're not their mother. You're not their parent. You're not their, their, you know, guardian or anything like that. Like these are grown people that we're dealing with. And Kanye, even though he is, he has clearly mental issues, he's still an able bodied person. And that's where I think the disconnect comes from because he says all these crazy things. And I don't like when people automatically compare like say well it's his mental disability like no it's not because he's able like he knows what he's saying he knows what he's doing now granted Mm -hmm. there's some things that probably like trigger him to say more and to say more like you know very distasteful things but he knows what he's doing at the end of the day you know he's still an able-bodied person um 
But I also don't like the fact when people kind of blame the other person and say, like, you're enabling him to act this way when that person is literally powerless. You know, um, I've never been in a situation like that before, but I can only imagine that if it was my brother or my sister, I couldn't do anything because I'm not their legal guardian. Like they're just my family member and I want the best for them, but I can't um, force them to go into a hospital and get help. I can't force them to take their medication. I can't force them to, you know, not get on Twitter and go on rants late at night and all this good stuff. Like, I mean, he was saying, you know, hey, Chris, are you playing? You're not our, our children can't see you. Are you going to be playing in their next Playboy shoot? Like all of these things. And it's just like how you can't really do damage control because he's an able bodied person. He can say what he wants to say. But at the same time, like right. there has to be some level of respect. And I think that obviously Kanye was suffering like he was going through a manic episode, I believe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I am not a doctor by any means, but mm-hmm. it just seems very like aggre- like the way that he was typing didn't make sense from start to finish. The way that he was addressing situations like posting pictures, it just didn't flow very well. It was kind of like he was mm-hmm. trying to dump his thoughts all at once. And that's just, you know, I think that was a little bit overwhelming for a lot of people. Now, do I think that Kanye has wrong like do I think that he's wrong in probably what he's saying probably not everything I think there's some things that he's saying that are probably very true um but I think there's also some things that are just kind of like figments of his imagination like he accused Kim of having it basically cheating on him or attempting to cheat on him with Meek Mill and Meek Mill was like bro (laughs) you know like that was hilarious it was like sir relax you're doing a lot right now that is so unnecessary (laughs) exactly and then there was a part where he was saying how he's been trying to you know divorce Kim for the past few months and things like that and that's probably true like he probably just kind of like you know what I want to do my own thing I don't want to be in this marriage anymore and they've just been going back and forth Kim hasn't been out to Wyoming that's where he's at currently on his like land or his cult area as you would say um, I, you know I told y'all he got started <laughs> but why you think uh, he got on that land why mm-hmm. Why? Lot of Why is he doing? He's starting to cult. I'm telling you, and people probably, are gonna join I it. Put it past him. I wouldn't put people it. People are him. gonna be a part of it. Mm. You know they are. They, he has a following, okay. And so Kim went out there this past week, and there was like a a picture of them at a Wendy's, and she's like clearly crying in the car. And I just feel like you know, granted. These people have all decided to put their life out in the public, right? Like, these are all of their Mm -hmm. decisions. So it is what it is. Like, you have to, you know, your life is no longer just your life. You have to share it with billions of people. But I just think to myself, like, I never want to be that famous or that well-known, like, ever in Mm -hmm. my life. Just because, like, I never want to go through a situation and have to have it, like, publicized to everyone and not be able to process or deal with it the way that I want to because it's like the media is gonna find out people are gonna ridicule you for the way that you're addressing it people are going to you know throw stones at glass houses basically because they find that your shit stinks and they don't think that theirs does it's just I never ever want to be in that situation absolutely not no i'm just no i don't i'm not interested i'll take the money but the fame y'all could keep that that is a lot keep that you don't have any privacy and honestly Mm -hmm. it's i feel bad for them like i really i really you know hope that everything you know eventually works out i um i have a bit of personal experience with things like that Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that 
Kim is completely right saying that no matter what you do when that person's an adult, there's nothing you can do about it. They have their own right to make their own decisions. You can't force yeah. them into an asylum. You can't force them to a therapist. You can't force them to do anything. And a lot of times it's very difficult depending on, you know, what they have going on for the therapist or the people that are helping to even diagnose them. Um, it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to find a balance in medication or anything like that. Yeah, so I'm sure um, things like this take time. It takes years. It's very hurtful to people. It is. People go through a lot. The family goes through a lot seeing that because there's nothing they can do about it. And mm -hmm. even when he says those things, like he understands, but I don't think he really has a grip on it because the messages that he was posting on um, Twitter those were manic as fuck. Like, those I were mean, manic. From the so, beginning of the tweet yeah. to the end of the tweet, he had three different conversations. There were three different, yeah. like, dictions. Like, the way that he puts the sentences Pictures together. It, it was sense. just like, what are we didn't talking about with what here? he was talking about. No. And then he put something and, at the end, like, from your future president. Like, sir, what are you talking about? Right. I can't and even keep up. like that, it's just... Honestly, it's sad to see, and it's mm -hmm. nothing that you can do about it, but, um, you know, hope that, you know, they take it down or hope that they understand. And honestly, when they're in those unbalanced states, when you're trying to explain things to them, mm -hmm. they're not gonna, they don't get it because that makes sense to them. It really yeah. does. So I'm just speaking my truth. Right, they said. know what they're saying, but they really don't have a grasp on it or a grasp on mm -hmm. reality. Yeah. And so unfortunately, um, you know, it's it's part of life. But I pray that he gets the proper help and yeah. maybe you know eventually he gets to a point where he's able to trust and listen to somebody that loves him and cares about him because it's yeah. hard. That's a lot to go through for it him is. and for his family. So. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's important in general that, you know, we stay away from like condemning people the way that they handle situations just because you don't mm -hmm. know what these people are going through behind closed doors. And I know that Kanye's, I mean, this is not like Kanye's first time doing this. I'm sure you imagine no. like if, if he's doing this in public, just imagine what it's like being at the house with him and they have four kids together that are like young children you know so right if i was kim my first thought would be i need to protect my kids and make sure like they're safe and then i'll handle you know i'll try to get with him i'll handle him in a sense you know in some capacity um mm -hmm. but the two mixing during an episode like that to me just doesn't seem appropriate doesn't work and i'm sure what scared the kids because they don't they don't know how the, why their dad's acting that way you know or why he's mm -hmm. saying those things so i don't know i just see videos of people like oh my god they don't care and i'm just like you don't even know what they're doing behind closed doors so like stop throwing stones at glass houses okay like just shut up like people always have an opinion hand, about something that. that they don't even know anything yes. about that they've never probably even experienced into some capacity it's just you know just things like that that i don't like but I'm going to end my tea session on a good That's note. That's the okay? shit I don't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so clearly you guys know that we're in a pandemic. COVID's still a thing. Wear your mask. Wear your mm -hmm. mask. And once again, please wear your mask and wash your hands. Okay. Just letting you know those little steps to, you know, survival. Mm -hmm. um, 
But a medical student noticed how there wasn't enough information on how medical symptoms looked on um, look on darker skin. And so now he's writing a book about it so that like can help, mm. you know, um, people of with darker skin tones know how to, you know, see like, OK, if this is if something's changing or this mark has not been there before or it's growing or something of the sort. Um, just kind of better recognize those things. His mm-hmm. name is Malone McQuinday. OK. Nice. And I really like that because I just love to see black people winning at all times. And that was my I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Period. And the Emmys just came out. And so this <laughs> is all, you know, this is oh all Oh my gosh. Me. Did you see, um, it's like Y-A-H. Yes, Y-A-H-Y-A. Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Oh, yes. Oh, girl. I saw him, um, his reaction. <sighs> He is on so being fine. nominated and it blessed my heart. I love to yeah, see black Yeah, like women. I got so excited. I love to see black people excited and I love to see black men just joyous. Like the way this man looked, like he jumped back like somebody threw something at him. Yes. <laughs> like somebody she poured some like, water oh, on him shit. like, whoa, what? It's happening. Like, I it's was happening. like, what? what is he looking at? What is he? Because he was mm-hmm. reading. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He's oh, shit. And I was like, what happened? Did something pop on his screen or something? He was like, no. I got, I got it for him. I got nominated. And then his friend in the background, like, I was like, oh, my goodness. Hype him up. Hype him up, Hype friend. him up. I love Hype that. my man up. He is I'm so sure, fine. like, everyone um, that saw, like, Insecure got nominated for, like, nine emmys oh um, i'm so excited i'm sure that. like just like the angela the, bassett did too yes i'm sure like the, the meryl streep the oh, excitement was super 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 high and they mm-hmm. all deserve i mean like those are things in your career that you like desire for when you're an actor especially right there's certain things that you want there's certain awards that you want and so i hope they all win i'm rooting for everybody black who are you rooting for tonight i'm rooting for Period. um everybody black Period. I am. So I got for my TV. Uh, I, I just pulled up on his video again, and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's so fine. Okay, okay. So in the Twitter streets, there mm-hmm. have been members of the Latinx community that have been outraged at the fact that there have been so many African American nominees this year, mm-hmm. and um, they have been very vocal about it. And uh, I have a problem with this because they had nothing to say when Crazy Rich Asians was nominated for all of these awards. Nothing. They had nothing to say when Jarrell Jerome won his Emmy last year, I believe. And every like essentially all of these people that have something to say and this outrage that they have was not there. Or this excitement mm-hmm. that they should have had for him was not there. Of course, the black community was excited when he won, but... It's like, why why can't y'all support us? Why does it always have to be this thing of, okay, a black person got nominated, so why not us? Why yeah. does it have to be us against you? Isn't it, you know, if we win, then that means that opens the door for more people to mm-hmm. do other things. Just like when the Crazy Rich Asians won, I just feel like everybody was in support of it. Everybody loved the movie. Everybody thought it was really good. Yeah. You know, everything. And insecure all of these black people that were nominated Mm -hmm. for these awards all of these all of these projects right that were nominated for emmys and for these awards they undeniably deserve it it's not something that you obtain easily it's something that they strive for it's like a lifetime achievement you know so 
for people to shit on it, essentially. Shit on people's, mm-hmm. like, you know, greatness by saying, well, why didn't we get something? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. your time will come. And if somebody was doing, you know, if somebody was doing something on a grander scale, or maybe if y'all spoke up more regularly, y'all would also get the recognition. But there, the recognition is there. Y'all just wanted to be of a per Y'all wanted to be, basically, they only want to accept a winner or a nominee in the Latinx community that is white adjacent. Because when Jarrell Jerome won, nobody, I, I guess nobody from these these people that were outraged and stuff, they mm-hmm. were silent, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't I, like I that. That don't sit saying. well think, with me. No, and I, I totally understand where you're, what you're saying. I think, too, like, a lot of, I think people that are outraged by there not being enough representation and enough um enough people getting credit when like enough latinx people getting credit for like their you know um their their talents and things like that i feel like it's one of those things where our community is going to support our community and we support everyone else right and mm-hmm. then when we see other communities doing well we don't shit on them but when it comes to us it's kind of like sometimes other communities decide like they want to piggyback or they feel like okay well we guys talking about diversity well what about us and what about us and it's just like you're more than right you're obviously they're right to you know stand up for what they believe in you know there's a lot of actors and actresses who are latinx that you know are talented and they deserve to have awards and be recognized for those things but at the same time the same way that we keep the energy alive and you know make it a point to say like we're rooting for everybody black do the same like we're not going to condemn you for saying that you root for everybody that's latinx because you're a latinx person like that's totally fine you know because you should be supporting your community and wanting to have representation and i think for so long you know obviously when we talk about racial injustice and social injustice i automatically think of black people because i am black it's going to whatever i'm whatever stands for me and whatever i see closest to me i'm going to support you know simple as that right the home it's closer to home. And I feel like for them, it's closer to home as well. I mean, I look at like the show, like pose Billy Porter was nominated for that show, but there's so many other, but all Latinx the other people women that in the, in the thing, they haven't been nominated for anything. No. And they are talented that, that, women. They are sickening. Super, oh super my sickening. I love that show. I love that show, but that that, it's show not just that show. There's so many other shows. Yeah. So many other shows and movies that, you know, yeah, Latinx people should be, you know, rewarded for their talents and things like that, too. Um, but I do understand where you're coming from. I think that it's just more so people that are outraged in other communities, you know. I mean, you're allowed to be outraged. You're allowed to speak up. Um, but don't make it seem like it's one against the other. Like, don't. Right. You don't have to condemn black people for being nominated because we are talented, too. It's not about, you know. Why is it there? There's so many black people. Just don't cut that out. The narrative in general that doesn't even need to be in a statement. There needs to, right. the statement needs to be. Why is there not any Latinx people represented on this um, ballot? Because there are so many talented Latinx that deserve these awards. Like that needs to be the statement. Right. Don't and even if there say Asians, one or like two, blacks, right? Whoever when else. We had one or two black nominees. Yeah. We were still and we were outraged. And we didn't say those. We were outraged, but we were still in support of them. We weren't of like, others. well, oh, there's exactly. only two people. We were like, damn, these people exactly. are great, but y'all could do better. Y'all could do better, Academy. Like, we yep. weren't like, oh, all these white people won. So now that means that we are one one Asian one. So now that you're up, why are we not up too? It's like, it, exactly. it just, it's not a competition here. It's not a We're competition. We're all trying to be seen. Exactly. And be great. 
and, and you that should can be, be seen because that's the world that we live in. Exactly. And you should be infiltrating their systems, you know? Everyone, point blank, Asian Americans, Latin Americans, um, you know, black people. We should be infiltrating systems that don't represent us entirely. So be mad, be angry, but don't have the narrative state that you're trying to put yourself against this other ethnicity. It's not, that's not how that works. And that's honestly not how you're going to make, that's not how the change works. You know, we have to be unified. When black people say they want more diversity, they don't mean just putting only black people on the ballot. It's like, yo, there's a lot of people who are talented. It's not just, you know, yes, Reese Witherspoon, you are talented. We love you. Okay. But girl, what about other people? There's other people that are talented. Let's put right. Jay Rodriguez on the ballot. Okay. Let's put Kerry Washington on the ballot. Let's put, you know, all of these people that deserve to have awards on the ballot too, amongst mm-hmm. these Caucasians. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't think you were wrong in that statement. I just think, you know, they just got to change that. I think, I think it's just that competitive nature, which is why, like, why are we competing? yeah ridiculous you know you put your projects out we put our projects out and they all should be represented absolutely oh and then like a little uh thing i had to say for the hip-hop boot camp marriage Mm -hmm. whatever the hell that shit was i kind of was like a little um yeah I was I forgot to say because I didn't I wasn't watching the video at the time that we were talking, but I forgot to say like none of those niggas moved. Everybody watched him jump on top of that lady. They were shook. They, and looked they just all, sat like, stunned. there. They all looked stunned. Um, and you know they're only there for ten days, by the way, or two 10 weeks, days. fourteen days. Yeah, ten to fourteen days. That's how long they're there. So I think that was like why is it at a show? That's not enough time. That's what? what I'm saying. But you know what? If you watch this show, they wouldn't last a month. They would kill each other. It's that bad. It's crazy. It's toxic. Very toxic. But why I was. I thought that too. Like everyone just kind of looked like, whoa. You know, did this man just like mm-hmm. yank her up like that? And Tahiri, if you look, I want to watch the episode, but she kind of was very calm. Her face afterwards was kind of just like, mm. like, this is, you know, yeah. I'm used to this, which, I mean, she's been in abusive relationships before, so I'm sure she's used to some capacity of that, which breaks my heart because mm-hmm. that's not normal and that's not okay. Girl, it's not at all. It's not at all. Goodness. I'm just, it's a lot. But, oh, um, also, let's talk about Netflix. Showing out for us. I legit tears, okay? Legit tears. Everything's out. So, tonight my plan is to watch Beyonce is King. I understand that the name is actually Black is King, but Blue Ivy is King. Moving on. Shut up. I don't don't really want to talk anymore about that. Okay? I'll watch that tonight. Tonight Mm -hmm. is Saturday, right? The first. And then tomorrow... Sunday, I will start on one of these shows. So, For Strong sure. Black Lead posted. They have Moesha, The Game, seasons one through three. They let BET have the rest of that bullshit that they tried to release. Period, because that was garbage. Sister, Sister, uh-huh. Girlfriends, The Parkers, Half and Half, One on One. When I, I tell wait. you, I cannot. Do you understand wait. how hard oh this girl? Her name is a uh, Jazz B. Nowen. Jazz mm-hmm. B. Nowen. Uh, she's 
like the person that's behind all of this, like yeah. the strong black lead, right? Do you understand how much work she put in, how much work it takes to get all of these shows that come from one huge network and to bring them like, over girl, onto one streaming Netflix platform? Netflix the new UPN. <laughs> Sam, Netflix, did you see, uh, make sure I'm going to send it to you when Joe and the Scammer was like, Okay, I need all the Caucasian people to the back. Go now. Hurry up. Hurry up. Did you see move that? Move on. Move when, on. Move on. Move on. Yes, yes. It's it's looking a lot better already. It's looking yeah. a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Joanna. That's hilarious. That shit is so funny. Joanna Scarper is my wait. favorite. I cannot wait. And honestly, I legit an was like adult, in tears when I saw that. Yes. And as an adult, I just don't know if I'm going to like look at these shows a little differently now like Moesha am I gonna still fuck with Mo am I gonna am I gonna be like on Viv you know what I mean like am I gonna side more what's yeah I just I cannot wait because as an adult uh-huh. you see things differently like when I was younger my mom loved girlfriends and I you know you don't it doesn't resonate because you're young you're like whatever these women are just you know cool now mm-hmm. I'm like oh I cannot wait I cannot no, wait. See, when I was younger, my mom, she never really watched TV like that. We would sit down and watch the occasional movie, but she never really watched a lot uh-huh. of TV. So was I would before? watch it when she was at the hair salon. Oh, so when okay. she was at the hair salon, it would be on and we would be there for hours. So yeah. I would watch Living Single, Girlfriends yes. would come on. I would see all these different shows and I would just sit there and watch. But I never saw every episode. I just remember that me being either. a pivotal part of like me mm-hmm. growing up and sitting there. Like I would be excited to go to the hair salon so I could watch these shows. I'd be I like, love. oh, I love I can't wait. My I can't wait to see what's TV on the buff. TV today. That's think I think that's where I get it from because I'm always like, ooh, I need to bench watch something or what's the next season of this or whatever because she would watch everything under the sun. Like I was into Sex in the City at a young age. I loved it. <laughs> ah, see, I yeah, would watch that like, late at night. Some it was, episodes it was, it was would come on and night, I would TBS. see like episode here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but, but um, I think I, I got my it. TV buff stuff from my dad. My dad yeah. is definitely, he will sit and watch an entire series every day. And he is dedicated. Dedication. Like if it comes on Wednesdays at 7, he will be sitting there Wednesday mm-hmm. at 7, every Wednesday at 7, ready to watch with his food in hand. Like excited. I'm your dad. Like, y'all come your on. Dad is me. It's time. See, that's me, but I'm more of a binge watcher. I don't usually, mm-hmm. now the way my schedule works, I don't usually have time to like keep up with a specific show at a yeah. specific time but i'll sit and watch an entire series and that'll be the only thing i watch until i finish and then i'll go to another one yeah so. that's if i yeah if i'm definitely doing binge watching but sometimes i just love a good like i think everyone binge watches every like a lot of things right because you're just waiting for it to come on netflix or whatever the case mm-hmm. hbo go whatever mm-hmm. i sometimes love the um the, the old school ways of just being like, okay, eight o'clock, my show comes on eight o'clock. So don't talk to me. My phone's, you know, not going to be, don't bother me. Like all of that good stuff. Like, I mean, I've told you like, Hey, my show comes on at nine o'clock today. So, um, we gonna have to wrap this up early so I can watch my show. Right. Um, sometimes I just like doing that, but then, you know, then I love the binge watching thing too, but I cannot wait. Right. And I am so, thank you. Jazz. What's her name? Jazz. Jazz be knowing. Jazz be knowing. Thanks, girl. You be knowing what we need. So we thank you. Jazz be knowing. We appreciate you. And all that you do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's that. Real quick, last two things. Um, Nia Dennis. 
This gymnast from UCLA, sickening. Fucking sickening. Sickening. Ooh, okay. Love. You have you seen her? No, because I've been watching a few of her things. I'll send it to you right now. I've watched a few of her things and a few of her floor routines and like mm-hmm. on bar and stuff. And she's so good. And she usually does a floor routine to Beyonce. So, you know, huh, I love anyway already. Um, That's that. Okay. What was the last thing? Oh, Fenty Skin is out. Yes, I want to get some skin. Stuff. Yeah, I need to uh, go ahead and put in my order for some things so yeah. I can um, get right in uh, that, get right in these streets. I think that huh? one of them is like fat water or something like that. Yeah, like a toner. Yeah, I was like, I need to read about that. Never heard fat water. That's kind of funny. Uh, that's just what she called it. It's a toner. Um, look at some YouTube videos. I said I'm gonna research it. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 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 i was gonna say i watched some youtube videos on mm-hmm. on it like Alyssa ashley has one and uh nima tang mm-hmm. on youtube they're beauty bloggers or whatever but they've had it for like a month mm-hmm. and then so they like had it a month before it released so they'll talk about one day like, all of that one day people will be sending mm-hmm. me things before like as a preview before the public you know what it. i'm saying okay hello Hey, Jazz, Hello? I want you to try these outfits on before the though. public can even buy it. Thank you, boo. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. One day, it's going to happen. Thank you. Very soon. Very soon. But yes, I'm excited, um, for, her. I'm la- excited for her new skincare line. Last thing. Actually, I will make this a uh, do of the week. All right, time for do of the week. Boom. Vomilly shit, ho. Vomilly shit, ho. Okay, y'all. The um do of the week this week is to take some time to listen to Flo Millie's project, y'all. <laughs> I have been listening to it back to back to back to back to I love. I love her. The way she finds different pockets within the beat. This bitch will change her flow up every two to three lines. Like, it's, she's sickening. She's only 19. Her, like, young. She's only 19 and she's very versatile. She's not like a singer, rapper, or whatever. I'm sure she might have some songs, like some songs maybe in the archives where she might sing a little bit or something, but most of them have been her just like straight rapping. But she has very different like styles. She might change the way her voice sounds or switch up the cadence or like she can rap over so many different styles of music. Oh, oh, she came hard as fuck. I've she came hard as fuck. Y'all gotta indulge. listen to Flo Millie. I'm gonna listen to her. I gotta watch. I see, I'm looking now, and I see she has um, she has uh like videos and stuff like that. So I need to watch some of her music videos and yeah. see her visuals because I'm looking and she's just she's sickening. I mean, God, and uh, she's from Alabama. Bama, and she talk a lot of shit. But she's love also it. about her shit. So okay. That's on period. There we poo. go. I love that's it. All right, y'all. That. Check out Flo Millie. 
If you have any questions, sponsorship opportunities, or just want to talk to us, please email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Continue to follow us on our journey on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore. And thanks again for fucking with us on this beautiful Monday. Yes, thanks for fucking with us. We rock with y'all. We out, y'all. Bye. But Millie shit, ho! Ha <laughs> ha!